Okay, what's the science? We're back. We're back. Today, I got two co-hosts. Yeah, Sebastian, he's with me. Still strapped to the apparatus. I can't set him free. He's wild. He's a wild man. And I have uh, my wife, Naime. Right now, she's eating Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, she'll be chiming in. I don't have a specific topic at this time, but you know, I always got a lot to say about a lot of different things. Uh, right now, I'm still doing page edits, cleaning up line work, and I've been writing a lot for my uh, new project, the book I got coming out. I'm not even going to say the name, but you know, in the coming months, be looking out for artwork, promo, and you know, just dropping stuff. Check me out on Instagram, Donnie Frank Art on Instagram. And you know, I got a lot of new sketches and stuff coming up. Got a lot of projects I'm working on, but right now, uh, uh, this is weird. It's not weird, but this is the first time in a long time. It's not the actual first time, but it's been a while since I actually wrote a script out for a book and then produced the book off of that script. Because me, you know, you got to be, you know. A one-man show so it takes a lot of time to write a script and then do page layouts and then do the actual pages and ink it and color it and letter it but for this book for this project is working out this way for me and it's not really that technology has brought us to a place where it's not so time-consuming like it's a lot easier for me to right as I go during the day piece by piece, you know, on my phone, you know, using Google Docs versus, you know, back in the day you had to sit in front of a computer and you had to write out your whole situation, you know, spend hours working on it. Well, during the day, you know, I'm at home, I go to work, I come back home, I take five, ten minutes, you know, type down a little something. So when an idea hits me, Right away, I can like just put it in my phone straight through the app, and that's lovely. Thank you, advancements in technology. You know. Uh, other than that, page edits. I hate page edits. You know, I I do because I'm I'm working on page edits and got to make sure the the line work is very clean. So when the colorist you know, goes in there and does his thing, it's not too difficult. And and you really can't see it. You look at the page like, oh, it looks clean. But then when you zoom in, you see all these pencil marks. Like, oh, that's going to interfere with the colors being laid down. And you got to clean it up as much as you can. It's like impossible to get all of it. But I get as much as I can. Um, now, you may, she's, uh, she's writing books. She's putting it together right now. She's going to write some books. I might illustrate them. I will illustrate them. I'm going to draw those books. Yeah. Um, a clothing line. Clothing line? Very soon. Okay. Um, yeah. Two, two to three books coming out. Two to three books. Yeah, so we got a lot of stuff we got to do. Yeah. A lot of production in the works. And, and uh, little Sebastian putting in the work, too. He, he, we, he, we gotta put him work. He advancing so fast. I know. He's, That's his job right now. He's six months and he will not stop trying to stand up. 
he can stand up on his own and he can hold his balance for next, about a minute. About, but the next step is just to stop moving your legs and walking. I know. He, he, he waits for it. He, like, he keep practicing waiting for his legs to get strong. He tests it. He tests out every day. And he, he wakes up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. He's always ready. He's always on the move. So that's that's the project you're working on, son. You're working on that walking, huh? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got some projects. I need to get these steps down. You're doing very good. You know, and he's like, I don't know. I don't. Know. It seemed like it took him a while to get mobile. Like he's he just turned six months, and I was like, man, he's not quite mobile. He doesn't quite have the crawling down. All of a sudden, it's like, bam. Yeah, he was crawling five months. Yeah, he like, like he's got it, and he's on his way. Doing this thing. Yeah. No. Boy, will I complain about the time limit on this app. <laughs> yeah, the time limit on Anchor. I'm working my way around it. It's kind of neat. It's teaching me time management, especially like with, topic, with topics. Excuse my inability to speak. But especially with topics and just staying focused on the topic, you know, you got a little bit of time to say what you got to say, then you got to go to the next clip, you know, it lets me sew the clips together, so, you know, it'll run for as long as I keep talking, but five minute increments, five, six minutes, it's kind of short, which it went longer, but whatever, hopefully, the people at Anchor are hearing my complaints, and they will answer the call, and, and you know, extend this time. Give me a clean hour. I got things to say, you know. Uh, I was listening to uh, in the inner row, and it's a topic that's going around. Like the kid in the sweatshirt. They put him in a sweatshirt. Yes. H&M, they put him in a sweatshirt, call him. He's the top monkey in the jungle or something. The greatest monkeys in general. Yeah, I haven't. Whatever. I haven't seen the ad. You haven't. I haven't seen the ad. Which I'm gonna show you. Later. You you can show me. You can look it up right now. Here's the iPad. You can, look, you can show it to me. I ain't see it. Like it's one of those things that I hear. It, I understand it's a strong issue. I didn't pay attention to it, and I really don't want to pay attention to it. Like I was listening to the In a Row podcast, and he was speaking about like. You know, the missteps of the new age, you know, conscious community, you know, the black consciousness. And it's just like, uh, and I can't speak for him. I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to make the mistake of, you know, misquoting him, you know, things of that nature. Who's Monkey in the Jungle? Oh, Who's Monkey in the Jungle? You know, and the mother, I seen the post. Actually, he sent me a post. She responded to people's criticisms. You know, I didn't read it. Like I said, I don't, I don't care, because it's like for black issues, like all this is like it's a huge distraction. You know what I'm saying? Like, as, as, on one side, it's like are the people at what's that H and M? Is that the company? On one side, it's like all oh, the people that H and M are making huge mistakes. Somebody should be fired. Is H&M racist and blah, 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 blah. It's like, I'm not going to say H&M is racist, but as as we see, like, this establishment and how they treat black people, it's like, let's keep it, what did you expect? Like, the crazy thing is, like, now, 
whether it's mistakes or President Trump saying something stupid, it's like, look at how blatant, you know, this is. Like, it's like out in the open again. Like, for years, it, we almost thought it was gone, but it's just been suppressed. Like, it never went anywhere. So it's like, why waste our time trying to convince people to treat us like people? Like, I think it's time to move in the shadows. Like, I, the perfect thing about Trump is like, he himself is such a distraction. Like, and the game is so twisted. This is the perfect time for black people to come up on the low as individuals, as a community. Let's just come up like as a people. Let's organize as a people silently. We don't need to speak about it. We don't need to be on TV about it. We don't need to have a march or a protest. Oh, I hate marches and protests. Oh, huge waste of resources. Because you march and protest for no reason. Like, we want them to change legislation. We want them to change policies on campuses. My opinion is, you know how effective a strong uh, uh, movement is, a conscious movement is, a uh, social movement is, by how well the hood is doing, especially when we talk about black people. We talk about black people being conscious, uh, being socially active, things of that nature. Look at the hood and see the, see the results. That's, that's the front lines. That's the battleground. So, if all this stuff is going on, and I look to the hood, and it's worse, it's just as bad, you're wasting time. Alright, we, we took a short break. But, what was I saying about, like, uh, I forgot what I was saying. We, we were going on about um, the context of the sweatshirt on both kids. Oh, uh, no, that, yeah, so that brought me back to my point, because outside the context of the sweatshirt, it's like, if the hood, the ghetto, is the front lines of, like, combating systemic racism, mm -hmm. and you see people, you see people protesting, yeah, you see people protesting, see people marching, uh, they're fighting for legislature, you know, they're, they're fighting at campuses to get, you know, policies changed, but then when you go to the hood and go to the front lines, and I want to see the results of what you're fighting for. There and is no results in the hood. So that leads me to believe that whatever any organization or any group is doing in the name of black people to face racism. That's telling me that what you are doing is not, not working. It's, yeah. it's not effective. It's not working. Um, because maybe it's not working because they ain't fighting for those blacks. You know what I'm saying? So, so who are they fighting for then? The, bla the blacks that's not in the hood. Yeah, and those people really don't have nothing to fight for to begin with. So, are, so they just are they fighting for like their, let's say, uh, 
to appease their feelings because they they're slightly privileged. They're more privileged than a black person living in a hood, and they, they, they face they, racism, and they like I had to deal with what I faced. Yeah, because that's the only that's probably like the only thing they have a common with the people from the hood. You know what I mean? Maybe. So you get you get it's like people in the hood. You get them riled up. You know what I mean? I understand that. Yeah, you got you got you a, a soldier. Yeah, but if you uh, if you if you're like responding to a specific situation, then you should stay on task to that specific situation. Mm-hmm. Don't be, you know, champion championing. Oh, I can't. I don't know if I said it right. Don't proclaim yourself the champion to something. And you know, it's not really that. You know, like I listen. Well, I don't really follow them, but I hear a lot of instances of like really like uh, what's the group uh, Black Lives Matter just like taking over oh, Lord. college campuses. They taking over everything. You know, and that's cool. But like instead of taking over a college campus, why don't you take those college students? into the ghetto and just do free tutoring for kids. No, no one wants to go to the ghetto. Like, I don't understand that. Like, how are you going? How are you going to help black people if you're afraid to go to the ghetto? That's what I'm saying. Like, um, you can't. That's like saying, it's like I'm gonna help you over there, but I'm gonna see you or talk to you. How you don't even know my real issues? Like, we haven't even got together yet. Like, um, I had a friend. He was like, um. Make sandwiches and go feed the poor or go feed, you know what I'm saying, the less fortunate. I mean, he, I'm, so I asked him, like, who you feeding? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, you feeding homeless bums downtown? Yeah. Because I, I don't think you, I don't think you want to hood. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, and I understand why nobody, you know, is dangerous. I, I but, get it. I do get it. But at the same time, fighting racism means. Fighting what's wrong with our community. That means we gotta fight what's wrong with us first. We have to fix, yeah, you know, our weaknesses. One, yeah. you know, one of our weaknesses as a people is gang culture. It, yeah, just violence. Because so say so take that friend. Say he say he get a group of friends, get a truck with a whole bunch of food, take it to the ghetto to feed feed the less fortunate and. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can I can I can see them just getting jumped and beat up for free food. Like you don't have to beat me up; it's free. I remember. But at the same time, we took a break. We back, but at the same time, it's like, well, of course. Just like, let's say I went to, uh, I don't want to be racist. But I'm gonna be racist for a second. They said I went to an Asian neighborhood and tried to set up shop and sell things. You know, I might not get jumped by an Asian gang. Asians got gangs. Might I be swindled? May I be out hustled? You know what I mean? It's like, of course you wouldn't just go down there. You have to go to the neighborhood. You gotta talk to the people. You gotta say, is it okay for me to come down here? Gotta get approved. Basically, you can't go in the white hood because every Every people, every uh, place, there's checks and balances. You go to the black hood, it's gangs. You go to the white hood, it's law. 
So if I go to the white hood or the white neighborhood and start passing out stuff, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised if a cop rolled up me or somebody rolled up on me and was like, uh, did you have a permit to do this and that? That's true. You know what I'm saying? They got another way of beating you down. They might not, and they will rob you. They will hit you with a fine. Like, you know Don't what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have, do you have your paperwork? No, you don't have your paperwork. Here's this $15,000 fine mm -hmm. for, you know, solicitation. I was passing out sandwiches. You didn't ask for permission. You know what I'm saying? All that type of thing, you know. Like, like it's okay to go to a homeless shelter and pass out sandwiches. It's not okay to go to a spot. Okay, it's, it's homeless shelters in the hood. I understand that. Then you can go to a homeless shelter and inside the homeless shelter and pass out sandwiches. Okay, but my and you don't have to worry. You wouldn't, hurt, you wouldn't worry about getting robbed. You know what I'm saying? But they, but, they, but they still won't go there. Right, because nobody wants to go there, and that's a serious problem. It's a serious problem that we created. Not not us just uh, not us alone, but it's the problem that blacks have created. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother conversation. It is. It's a big conversation. It's a huge conversation. Oh. That's just, that was just a, a daunting statement. Like, oh, what? Oh, let's dive into that. You know, just... And some people might argue that. They're like, we didn't create it. We're just victims. You know what? I don't care about that. Like, we have to fix it. Nobody's going to fix it yeah, for we, us. Yeah, but we've been victims way too long. Right. And nobody's going to unvictimize us. You know, it's just like, you break it down to, like... Schoolyard bullies. It's like you can plead with the bully. He's not going to stop beating you and taking your lunch money. So you beat that ass, right? You gotta fight back in some form or fashion. You know, I don't. I'm not condoning that. Violence. That right, and not just for the sake of not condoning violence, because I believe in violence, but I don't think that's a war. As a people, we could win as we stand now. That would be a serious misstep. For real, you gonna go hungry? But uh, I do believe that in facing racism, we should think of it as warfare. I think it is warfare. It's just not a type of war that would be fought traditionally with guns or with knives in the field where we both meet. It's uh, it's espionage. It's uh. Informational warfare, you know, it's manipulation of populations. And we have to be aware of situations when something is presented that the world responds in our favor, but their goal is not in favor of us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yes, something happens. Opportunities. And we shout out against it, and then the world is like, we agree with you, but in the long run, they don't, and nothing will change, or it might get worse. I feel like we got the opportunities, and we got to take, we've we missed so many opportunities to, you know what I'm saying, rise up, you know what I mean? Yeah, because uh, we waste our energy on the emotional tactics. There's no real, like, strategy we, you know, we're so uh, responsive. We're so quick to respond to 
react. We're so reactive. We don't plan steps ahead. 